Lacrosse Talk PM. News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, online at wizmnews.com. And momentarily, momentarily, on Facebook Live. Although, if you were around early this morning, I'm the same Mike Hayes that you saw this morning, except I'm uh, on this side now instead of that side. So, hey, how's it going? There. Oops. No. Did that wrong. One of these days, I will be... I will not be a dork. That's uh, my issue is I don't know anything about anything about anything. Uh, So, it's Monday. I'm Mike Hayes. You're a Monday afternoon lacrosse talk PM guy. So, hi, how's it going? How's your weekend? How's the sunshine? How's the, what is it, 35 degrees? Yikes. It's just crazy. And later on this week, it's going to be, what, 50, 50, maybe? 53 on Wednesday, 53 on Thursday, rain. The winter, is is winter going to be over? Well, winter will look like it's over. But uh, those people, those of you who have lived here uh, for more than a couple of years, I'm sure, recognize that Mother Nature finds it very important to give one last useless dump of snow during the men's or the boys' basketball tournament, the high school basketball tournament, so that back in the day, so that Mike Kearns would have to be stuck on the side of the road or hitchhike or be stuck down there or fan buses wouldn't be able to get anywhere. There has, it's, it's history. Every, well, darn near every year, there is a a big, fat snowstorm right around the boys' high school basketball tournament. So, last year it was the weekend before the tournament. So, maybe maybe this past weekend was the March storm. So, maybe we've done it. When are the, when are the... uh, this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Um, so maybe last I mean, last year, at least twice in April. So, oh, yeah. But not enough to, you know, make a mess. I mean, it's enough to declare a snow emergency. <laughs> yeah, well, the I, City of Lacrosse likes to declare an emergency. I think they just like to. Well, they were testing it, is what they like to tell us. Because they, weren't we, like, expecting, like, 10 inches, and it was always, ah, and then it was, you know, your basic April here and gone. Yeah. So I don't know where we're going. We'll see. It's 35 now, and it's sunny, and it's nice. When, when, okay, so when it gets nice out, when do we get to start? I mean, we can complain about fixing the roads all the time, but when do we start fixing the potholes? Like, when does that start? As soon as the frost gets to a point where it won't be heaving. Yeah. Got back out of the hole. So pretty soon, right? So that's right? weather. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. When exactly it's a temperature. I don't know if you heard today, but Mayor Cabot has called them pot canyons. Pot canyons. There's yeah. a couple of big ones. And we want to pay like 250 bucks an hour or something or so to bring in contractors to for snow removal in the city. Yeah, that was like extra to get it out of here. Oh, oh, to hurry up. And, and I was like, I have a shovel. 
I can get a hold of a snowplow. I will two hundred fifty dollars an hour. I will go for one fifty. <laughs> you know, like. yeah. Well, they want it. Well, the, uh, and people want it out. They, uh, it's, it's. You know, we, we, you and I have had this conversation. I'm sure everybody has had this conversation a million times. Everybody wants what everybody wants, but they absolutely don't want anything else. I want cheap food. I want it available all the time. It's got to be what I want. But I don't want to pay $15 an hour to that guy. I don't want to, you know, it's, I want the snow out of here. I want it out of here now on my street. But I don't want to pay overtime, and I certainly don't want to pay those guys any more money. I just want you to get the snow off my street and fill my potholes right now with the money that exists. I mean, if we, we leveled it out before Wednesday, it would melt, right? Like, just, just spread it out. I your... have seen people, <laughs> I have seen people spreading it with a shovel in their yard, throwing snow out. You throw it out in the road, it'll melt. So, so yeah, to get it to melt. I, so I don't know what, because that's going to improve your... I have never spoken to a horticulturalist, a plant person, a, a lawn person. I've never spoken to any expert ever that said you can hurry along your green grass or you can hurry along flowers, you can hurry along trees if you would just... If the snow would just melt faster, your lawn will be greener sooner than anybody else's lawn in the neighborhood, said nobody ever that, that I've been able to identify. What cracks me up is that your neighbors all know that you are a complete nutball. A complete nutball. Let's go to the phone. He's not a nutball. Number three, hey, good morning. Uh, good afternoon. We caught you again, Sam. Oh, man, you, did. you got me. You got me. I know it. I like to do that to you once oh, in a while. Thank you so much. Anyway, I tried calling this morning. My phone went dead. Oh. I wanted to warn all the people that were going on Losey Boulevard this morning from uh, Mormon Cooley Road to Central. Nineteen great big potholes in the right-hand lane heading north. Nineteen of them? Nineteen. I, I'm a Norwegian, but I counted the nineteen. Wow. And these are all big ones. They're at least the size, half of them are at least the size of the new tops on our new garbage containers. Those, that's a pretty good-sized pothole. I tell you, if a little car hits it, they're going to bottom out. Well, not if they're going the speed limit. Yeah, I tell you, if you got a little car that ain't far off the ground, some of these holes are about eight inches deep, well, you're okay. going to bottom out. All right, all right. If you're driving a little sports car, on the other hand, if you own a little sports car, and you're driving it this time, this time of year, then uh, then you don't care about taking it to the. Well, let's not get here. to that point. I'm just saying, if you got a small car and you ain't got big wheels, Be you're careful. gonna bottom out. Be careful, no doubt about that. I mean, I've driven all my life, so I know what I'm talking about. Have you? I think they should put up some roadblocks, right lane closed ahead. Well, or just uh, you know, pr proceed at your own risk. Yeah, travel at your own risk. There, there, you, you, go. there you go. I don't want to push you. Anyway, about private contractors, Oh yeah. the city can get a lot of them for less than 250 bucks if they look around. Well, I'm yeah, like Rick wants to be one of them. I, well, he don't work fast enough. Well, and that may be the case. Nobody, for a hundred... 
for 150 bucks. He got a little expensive. bitty spoon. He wanted somebody out there with a big end loader. For 250 bucks an hour, you have you probably have to have an end loader. And well, a, sure, and, and a dump truck. I like to see somebody hired from the city instead of from out of town to do the work, support the local businesses. Well, if there was a, a snow removal guy who owned a vehicles large enough to do it, I'll bet the city would. Unless, you want to put five bucks on it? No, absolutely not. Okay, because uh, there's a lot of guys in the city of La Crosse that taxes here that got... Oh, he cut me off. No, no. What? I, I did not cut you off. Again, number three, absolutely not. I am standing right here he probably, with, with my his, hands in my pocket, in fact. He's got his cell phone. He's going over them potholes. He probably dropped his phone, and it's snapped shut because you know he's got a flip phone. <laughs> Don't you dare blame me, number three. Actually, you can't even blame Rick because Rick was on the phone with someone else at that particular moment, and so we did not hang up on you. I'm guessing – do you – you know, yeah, I got to check in with the guys over. I got to, I got to do the news. But I'm wondering. Well, I'll ask Rick during the break here. Uh, there's got to be. I'm, I'm pretty sure the city of Lacrosse can't just hire anybody that they want. They can't hire. Well, Brian Simpson's got a big old pickup truck and a big blade. They, they can't just hire anybody with a truck and a snowplow to remove the snow. I'm guessing there are some prerequisites. Do you know anybody? At the city that you can email who would answer you back? Not at 515. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, me neither. That's why I asked you. Because I don't. Anybody that works for the city right now that has a minute, I would love it if you would get in touch with us. You can even be anonymous if you want to. What are the prerequisites for uh, being hired at 250 bucks an hour to remove snow in the city of La Crosse? Because, as you just heard, there's a lot of people in the city who would like that job, and they would do it for a lot less. We'll be right back. Now can I talk, Rick? Now is it my turn? <laughs> There's a caller, but now I forgot who it was. That's John. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. I got John. I just want to, uh, libertarian guy, you're probably a nice guy. You're probably a wonderful guy. I wouldn't even mind being your neighbor or anything, but you sometimes are thinking goofy. Uh, because, for instance, I hope the city leaders are not going to spend any money removing snow that will melt on its own at no cost. Unfortunately, it wouldn't surprise me if they did, because the city has already removed snow banks from the end of my cul-de-sac, which were not obstructing vision. They did it just because. Now, I'm sure they did it because it's the responsibility of the city to take the snow banks down. And even though you probably went to every single one of your neighbors and asked, do you care? Because you don't think it's obstructing. The minute the city leaves a street or skips a street or skips the cul-de-sac, somebody on that cul-de-sac is going to have a bird. Not you, because you don't want the city to spend money on anything dumb like snow that's going to melt anyway. But lots and lots of people, lots of people, have a really hard time at the end of their driveway seeing out onto the street. A little different on a cul-de-sac. But everybody wants the snow out. Everybody wants the snow out. So you should, uh, you should be real calm about what, uh, what people want and what people don't want. They want the snow gone. And if it costs 250 bucks an hour 
then uh, that's what it's going to cost. I don't know why it would cost that much. Uh, we'll have I'll do some research tomorrow when when this. Oh, and we also had a call earlier uh, that uh, uh, Susie said she had seen some uh, potholes being filled. Well, and it it occurred to me as soon as I heard Rick say that uh, I've run over a bunch of loose uh, uh, blacktop that used to be in a pothole, and so they're filling the potholes. They tamp it all down as tight as they can, and then cars and trucks run over it, and it gets loose again. So, and that's part of the issue with with cold. So they're going to do it. None of the people that I know, I know that you all think that this when when the city when the streets don't look the way you think they look, I'm pretty sure you think that uh, you know ten year olds are in charge of of uh, fixing the roads in the cross. When they're beautiful and maintained perfectly, then you know it's a Ph.D. But when they're not, you know it's a 10-year-old. It's the same guys. They're doing their best. And and they have the same issues in their own neighborhood because most of them live in La Crosse anyway, right? So, you know, gosh, calm down a little bit. Let's go to the phones. John, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. Good afternoon, Mike. Um, I just had a thought, and, and maybe... Maybe they do this already, so I could be wrong, but I was tooling around yesterday in Losey and just was flabbergasted at the potholes, how they have, you know, just become worse and worse, of course, with the weather and so on. But, um, number one, just a reminder for all drivers to be careful and not do quick lane changes to avoid potholes so you cause an accident. And I kind of seen a few people, uh, you know, erratically move too quickly. Um, and kind of forget who's next to them or who's behind them. So just kind of a, a reminder to people about that. The second point I wanted to make was, um, you know, maybe maybe they do this, you, and maybe you know, Mike. Rick, maybe you know, too. On some of the more well-traveled roads, such as Mormon Cooley, La Crosse, Losey, maybe now in repaving, do they use better grade, spend more money on materials for some of the higher traffic roads? And if they don't, maybe they should consider doing so. Yeah, I I don't know the answer to that, John. Thanks very much for that uh, suggestion. I'll, uh, do you know, Rick, John was wondering whether or not the city uses different quality, better quality pavement paving material on uh, roads that get more heavily traveled. I doubt it. They probably, you know, they probably buy it in bulk, right? Or yeah. They're not. That, that would seem logical to me. I just didn't want to say that. All only the top of the line, yeah. black top. I don't think there is, you know, maybe the bottom of the line black top is the stuff you use when you're just taking a shovel full of it and dumping it into a hole and patting it down. But the black top that they use on the roads, whatever quality, whatever level of quality it is. I'm pretty sure it's the same all over because none of those guys want to come back and redo that road after a short period of time because they used lower quality. I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't want to have to mess with that at all. So, hey, uh, so uh, thanks for that, John. I appreciate it. Mary's on one, Steve's on two. Let's, uh, let's do that. Mary, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. What's on your mind? Hello. Hi. Uh, calling in about the the streets and the roads. Sure. Um, the gentleman that has been doing the program you're doing today, um, that sits in on Fridays, 
I've heard him talk several times about the difference between how the roads are cleaned in on Alaska as compared to La Crosse. He said you can sure tell the difference. And an example of that is a couple weeks back before we had this last snowstorm, it was over a week to two weeks since we had the other storm that um, I needed to go down to the post office. So I took West Avenue, and then I was going to turn by the where Dee's Donut Shop used to be yep. on State Street. Yep. That in whole entire area hadn't been plowed at all, and there was private contractors with big red trucks, and they brought bulldozers and shovels. I'm sure most of those buildings, some of the newer buildings have off-street parking, but a lot of them don't. And so all these people had been just plowed in right down the middle on both sides of the street for over a week. And I'm sure they just, they had dump trucks where they were hauling the snow away to get it out of there. So something's Something's not right. I mean, something's off. Something's off. My neighborhood, I can hear them at 5 o'clock in the morning. They're, for some reason, they take this route and go through because um, we always have to go out and we're on a corner. So they plow us in on our driveway after my son will have plowed it out. Like, I'm not exaggerating, sometimes three and four times. And you have to go out and plow it out, otherwise you can't get out. But... Um, um, our streets are always plowed, and we're not in a busy neighborhood at all. We just must be on the route that they go. And um, But State Street, I thought, wow, you know, it was it was it was pretty crappy the way it looked. And I thought maybe some of the businesses have actually gotten together because they were in on that parking lot where that bank is and the donut shop now, and that's where they had the big trucks where they were dumping the snow. So it's it's a combination of things. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I would say in the past few recent years, it hasn't been quite up to snuff. It's just my opinion. Well, I appreciate your opinion very much, Mary. Thanks very much for sharing. I have no idea what was going on uh, in that particular area, so I'm on it. You know, if they had a project going and, you know as well as I do, everybody knows that when they're taking the snowbanks down, for instance, they make a giant mess before they clean up the mess. And I go to work, I'm in my car at about quarter, 20 after 4 every morning, and right down the middle of Copeland Avenue is a pile of snow that's as tall as my car, right down the center of the street. And if you're not paying attention, you know, you've got to drive around or follow the trucks. They're, they're making a mess to clean up a mess. Maybe that's what they were doing over there. I have no idea, so I am certainly not able to, uh, to uh, where was it, way back here. You guys sending me a million texts, and I'm going to skip most of them because I don't have time to read that much. This is a talk show, you guys. Call me, 785-7914 on the phone. Call me. Phil made one good point, and I'll drop it after that. 250 bucks an hour is most likely the union rate for operating engineers and Teamsters, and the city can't offer less than the union's going rate, which sounds you know, absolutely reasonable, Phil. The city pays that much because they have to, because you know as well as I do, every city in America would try to do it for less if they were able. 
and uh, Rick's pickup truck with a blade on the front is just not going to be enough. We'll be right back. Lacrosse Talk PM. News Talk 1410 AM. 92.3 FM. Online at WIZMnews.com. And right over there on Facebook Live. It's about uh, 21 minutes before 6. We've got... Oh, man, we had two laps. Did you just hang up on that guy? That's where I was just going to go. Who was that? Steve? Oh, oh, okay. Maybe Steve had to go. Steve, sorry, buddy. I was uh, was going to take your call next, but you didn't call. Oh, look, there he is calling back. So let me uh, let me talk with uh, Tom over here, and then we can set that all up. Uh, so let's get to the phones. Here, uh, Tom, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. What's up, buddy? I can barely hear you, Mike. Hi. Hello. Can you hear yeah, me? Anyway, do they need to put a temporary emergency speed limit sign? Proceed with caution. Do it on Wolsey Boulevard. Yeah, well, this time of year, doesn't everybody know that every single road, especially in Wisconsin, is full of potholes and you better be careful? I mean, do you, well, 19 you of them is quite an obstacle I, mean, I, I know maneuver. You're, you're being, uh, you're, you're being uh, uh, silly because that's the kind of guys we are. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't think they need to put up a sign that says, "Hey, hey, hey, everyone! There's a bunch of potholes, so be extra careful." Because you know yeah. as well as I do, there's a ton of people who don't care, who gotta go, gotta <laughs> go, gotta go. That's okay, bye bye. Hey, thanks. Yeah, but, you know, not a bad thing to keep in mind. Be careful, because there's Pothole City, and who was it, John, earlier? good example of being super uh, paying attention is that when you're left and right to dodge that pothole, be sure you know who's next to you before you decide to veer into their lane where they have the uh, smooth road and you have the pothole, because uh, that could be a problem as well. All right, back to the phone. Steve, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. What's on your mind? Hey, you know, um, I'm not even going to talk about the potholes, because that's just a whole different issue, but... <laughs> You know, one thing that, that, that they're talking about hiring contractors for 250 an hour, that the, the union comment was probably really apropos, and that's probably why, why he pulled that number out of his head. But at this point, with and I understand what they want to do it. I mean, we need to get the snow off these, these intersections, ASAP, um, and get these catch basins opened up. You know, and I and this weekend I looked down the south side in a little quiet neighborhood, and 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 I saw the the guys working on sub intersections on Losey and stuff, and no one's worked on mine. But they don't need to because my neighbors and I all got together a while back, and if you had a fire hydrant in, in your property or next door, you adopted it, and if you got a catch basin in your property or right next to it, you adopted it. And I kept my catch basin open all winter long. And even though it got plowed, you know, two feet down, I'd take my snowblower after I got done in my driveway, and I got that thing, you know, dug out as best I could. And, and you know, I don't have a puddle in front of my, my driveway. And my, my, my area in front of my house isn't going to flood. Awesome. Because you and your you neighbors You know, and I just, and, and, and that's my comment to everybody that says the city's not doing their job, the city's not doing their job. You know, there are only so many people, and they've got so much work to do, and they only get so much time. And, you know, sometimes you just got to say, okay, maybe I need to go out and do my own 
fire hydrant, my own catch yeah. basin, and just dig it out. Well, how much you know? You're already out there. You are absolutely right. In particular, with the fire hydrant. Uh, oh right. I don't. I'm not positive, but I think there is some homeowner. And, uh, I was about to say homeowner responsibility. Maybe not, because I hear the fire department no. all the time talking about, hey, if you've got a fire hydrant, shovel it out. So you're probably right. There's probably no uh, legal issue with regard to the fire hydrant that's in your yard. But I'll tell you what, if my house burns down because you didn't, because the fire department couldn't find the fire hydrant that's in your yard right next door to my house, you and I are going to have serious, serious words. You lazy schlub. You, you and I'll tell you right now, you know, the fire hydrants in my neighborhood are all dug out, and, yeah, and uh, the catch basins are all open. And even though we've got all this snow, we know that, that, that the rain's coming on Wednesday and Thursday, and we're all like, yeah, let it rain. You know, yeah. It'll melt all the snow, but it's, gonna, it's not going to flood us out. Good for, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that, Steve, that, uh, that you and your neighbors did all the right thing, that uh, you've worked extra hard all winter long to make sure that uh, fire hydrants are found, that catch basins are free, and, and the flood water that is coming, because rain is coming, will, uh, will absolutely not be a problem in your neighborhood. That's good to know. And if you've got a fire hydrant, man, oh, man, shovel it out. Wait, what? What about, so he's talking about his catch basin? Yeah. And I don't know, those, are, those aren't just on the corners, right? Those kind of up and down the block, right? Sure. What about some kind of, like, incentive for people that have those in front of their house? You know, they get either like a, a little tax cut, you know, or something, you Your know, like, or a $10, I, you know what I mean? Like I, some, yeah. And I, I don't know how you, how you would monitor that, but. I do know that homeowner's insurance, I don't know if it still is, but it used to be uh, way back a million years ago when I bought my house. And, uh, and set up all the insurances and so forth. And the insurance guy said, do you have a fire hydrant in your yard? Nope, but there's one right next door. On the property that adjoins yours? Yes. Oh, well, okay. So he made a note. Homes that have access to a fire hydrant uh, get, uh, get a special deal. But I'm saying, like, let's, let's, let's say the city knows that. Are you... The city and you work out a deal, or the homeowners work out a deal, where you keep your catch basin clear all winter. Take a picture of it, right? Like time stamp it or something. So then you send it to the city, and they send you a ten dollar check every time it snows or something. Or same with the fire hydrant, right? The fire department's depending on you to you take a picture of the fire hydrant. Hey, got it clear? Ten dollar check in the mail for you know yeah, something no. that they don't have to do. Seems seems pretty. Well, easy. the fire the fire department doesn't have to undo the fire hydrant until there's fire. Right. So I don't want them sending me a $10 check. I want them keeping that money and put that $10 into some piece of equipment that's rusty. <laughs> okay. You know? and, and, you'll, uh, and you'll keep the fire hydrant clear yeah, anyway. But I'm, I'm going to do that anyway. That's nice right. Little and Steve, well, incentive, how about the incentive being that you are a conscientious individual and not a fat, lazy well, the fire hydrant's one thing, but like catch basins, nobody's thinking about that. But hey, if I'm getting ten bucks to just four more minutes with my snowblower to blow right. well, that okay. out, then. But the issue then, I'm I'm thinking as the cynical person that I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you work really hard and you got a ten dollar check for the catch basin, and then this spring something happened, whatever, blah blah blah. There's water in your basement. You're going to go back to the city and say, hey, I kept your catch basin clear all winter long. Here are the pictures. Now I've got water in my basement. It's your fault, city. 
and here's the bill. Now we're going to court <laughs> because you have this schmoozy, well, nudge, you do nudge, wink, anyway? wink. No, because I'm not taking 10 bucks to keep the catch basin. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pushing the snow away from my house now because I don't want water in my basement as the snow melts. But I don't want, I'm not making a deal with the city on the sly for a few bucks to do some of their job and they'll send me 10 bucks. How about uh, they keep the 10 bucks and clear the sidewalk in front of City Hall so we don't have a news story that morning that says, if you don't clear your sidewalk, it's going to cost you this much money plus this much money plus this much money. And about two minutes after that story aired, I get a, a photograph on the talking text line of the sidewalk in front of City Hall covered with snow and ice. <laughs> covered with snow and ice. Those are two separate issues, though. They no, still should have to do that. But absolutely. They, you know, they should, but you know what? They, what they should do is clean their own sidewalk off and then start sending out bills for, for removing snow from some a private person's driveway. I'm not saying a bill. I'm saying incentive. If you don't do it, then you don't get the 10 bucks. If you do it, like whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter one way or the other because if it's not done, then at least the city knows, okay, we need to go here. Right. You know, and, I don't know how they, and how then they, they determine they, when you know, they do 10 bucks, somebody, the next guy's going to say, 10 bucks? I'm not shoveling that thing out for 10 bucks. Sure. I can't even get my kid to flip burgers at McDonald's for under 15. So <laughs> forget it. And how's he going to, you know, it's uh, that would just be a mess. Twelve bucks. Just sorry, twelve bucks. Sit down, be quiet. Let's go to the phones. Uh, caller, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk VM. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, I forgot. I was. I forgot what I was talking about. Um, first, um, that two hundred and fifty. You know, people are jumping to conclusions. That might include a loader and maybe oh, a dump truck. I'm sure. I would. I, Together. I, yes. You know? No. I. I um, that's my opinion as well. That it's 250 bucks, as one of our uh, listeners pointed out earlier. It's probably a union thing, so they have to do s- scale, and they're no, bringing all their own equipment. They're bringing caller, the truck. That and caller, and his, him and his ex-governor, uh, you know, they passed prevailing wage, so that changed a lot of that. Oh, okay. But well, on you. the other hand, I want to ask: um, Can you explain what you, how do you think alternate side parking works? Uh. How do I think it works? It, it well, yes, I live in Al- yeah, I live in on Alaska. I live on a main thoroughfare. I live on the Losey Boulevard of on Alaska, and it's a okay. it's a pain. They they they, you know, unless you happen to be home on a snow plow uh, snow removal day, you're going to get plowed in. Your end of your driveway okay, is going to get dumped, me. or your car is going to get yeah. dumped. So you park on the even side. And it snows. Yeah. So the plow comes by yep. and plows the odd side of the street that yep. night. Now, isn't this how it's supposed to work? So the next night, you park on the other side, and they come and clear the other side of the street that you're not parked on. Isn't that what it sounds like to me, Well, how that's supposed to work? Yes, sometimes you're absolutely right, except that the city will go by maybe six times during the day and plow that clean side of the street off. But during the day, you can park on either side. Only at night are you supposed to be off that side of the street, and the city does not have the manpower or the truck power to touch every mile of street, even on one side, uh, during Why do they have alternate side parking then? (laughs) I just don't, because really, there should never be a car plowed in. Oh, that's not possible. If you're on the right side of the street, they should not plow you in, because they should come by later that night 
when you're on the other side and they plow that side of the street. Have you ever? I wish the mayor would explain how that is supposed to work. How, have you ever ever lived anywhere in a in a community where alternate side parking worked as you? No, but after yeah. they put that in the paper and how much money they're making off of this, you know. Now, like yesterday or the day before, you think they would have came and plowed, and you know. Now look at these big ruts and the. You can't even. I try to get off a of Green Bay Street and get on a side street, but you about get whiplash going down the side streets. Oh yeah, no, you're you're preaching to the choir in that regard. But as far as I'm concerned, if the side streets are kind of lumpy and bumpy, and you got to go slow. If I live on that side street, I'm thrilled to death that everybody is driving slowly oh, yeah. on my street. Yeah. I'm happy as can be. So Green Bay Street, any side street in the city of La Crosse, if it still has snow on it, I wish I lived on that street because then everyone would drive slowly. People drive like maniacs on my street because they have a great big four-wheel drive pickup truck because they're young and yeah. bulletproof and invincible and they're in, in a hurry and they've got to get to Holman in two minutes because they're losing business, blah, blah, blah. Nobody drives. <laughs> they have the better backs than us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, the alternate side parking thing is a giant problem because it never works. Because Mother Nature, snowfall, miles worth of road, and the direction the truck is going. I, I did speak to a truck driver uh, a couple weeks ago uh, about how that all how it works. And here's one of the examples. Because somebody said, why do they plow the wrong side of the street first? And the uh, young woman that I spoke with said, when all the trucks leave the shop at night, they're headed, doesn't matter, whatever day it is, they head out and the blade is pointed this way. The only way for them to plow the snow on that side of the street would be to drive all the way to Stoddard, turn around, and then come back and plow that side of the street which would really be stupid. So they plowed the wrong side of the street, quote-unquote, because the snow fell on the wrong day, and you live on that side of the city shop, so that side of the street gets plowed correctly. If Mother Nature would only let it snow on the opposite, you know, on on whatever, the north side of the street, that's the reason. That's the reason. So that the trucks have their blade down, and they are plowing, every minute that the truck is moving, and occasionally yeah. it's a problem. Well, I have no problem with the plow drivers. I know if you owe them, and they, they do a good job, because you know it's one person that tells them when to go out and when not to go oh, out. Oh, yeah, it's, and it's not an easy job either, boy. I I, uh, I do not envy the work that those folks uh, have to undertake every Because they'll wait for you if you want to move your car, and they'll plow. Oh, absolutely they will. In fact, they, yep. they do that in Alaska as well. Hey, thanks very much for your call. I got to take care of some business here before I get in trouble. I, I know they will, and in on Alaska, maybe it's not the same plow guys, of course, but they do the same thing. While I'm out shoveling, and my son, who lives uh, at the house, has his car near the in my driveway, and he knows the plow guy knows that if that car doesn't move in a minute, it's going to be a huge mess in your driveway, you homeowner, you. So I run inside, get the keys to my kid's car, move it, and then the snow plow guy goes by later. And, yes, he plowed my driveway in, but he got all the snow off the street so it wouldn't get plowed in again later. That was awesome. And I thanked him as lip-reading, thank you, thank you, thank you, because it was a huge problem otherwise. All right, business, right back.